2: minus 20 seconds
3: 10 9
4: 8
3: 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 0 own it own it own it Kong I own it it did
4: women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.
5: Bonjour, y'all! Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Welcome to WWT Live, y'all! The Tuesday edition. I had to think about that. I didn't know if it was Wednesday or Tuesday. The Tuesday ed- edition, and boy, we have so many stories to talk about. um it, 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 I feel, I feel like it's an emotional. Okay, sure. We're happy. Then we're talking about crazy stuff. Then we're talking about. So you know. Uh, Long, here we are, and I'm going to bring in our, I mean, you like every day, Mr. Gerard Bonner. Uh, It's
0: happening like that, huh?
5: (laughs) I mean, when you're having fun, when you're having fun, Um, but not such a fun story that is. So what what do you have for me?
0: Yeah, so picture it, Sicily, 1914. I figured you'd appreciate that. Yes! Yes! We, we got to go back to 2019-ish. Remember the Jericho cruise that uh, AEW did their, like a big broadcast from? And that was the space where people started singing uh, Judas, the theme song for uh, Chris Jericho. So then it became a thing. So then on social media, there was a young lady who did this amazing acapella version of it, and it caught on like wildfire chris jericho got a hold of it and managed to call her in to perform the theme song for the main event of aew revolution in 2020 her name is meredith bell meredith is from philly and from there that happened february 2020 The world went crazy for her. She was a ring announcer before that uh, at Chikara. She's a singer. She's got her own band. And people were loving Meredith. She was actually being scouted by another pro pro wrestling promotion. And a lot of cool things were happening for her. Then comes May of 2020 when two female wrestlers uh, hop onto Twitter right a month before the speaking out movement really began to blow up. Mm-hmm. And they accused Meredith Bell of sexual assault. They said they were at an event 4th of July in 2019. And uh, they gave some details on Twitter saying that, you know, she forced herself onto them, et cetera, et cetera, touched them inappropriately and the like. And so, as you can imagine, 2020, we're quarantined. People have a lot of time on Twitter. And as a result, they got a hold of that. And they went in on Meredith to the point Mm -hmm. where she was canceled, dare I say. And so she ended up hopping off of Twitter. A lot of the opportunities that were coming her way all of a sudden magically disappeared. And uh, she really went silent. Didn't say much at all. Didn't talk much about wrestling, nothing else. And she was seemingly gone. Fast forward to last week. And uh, Meredith actually had her first public statement. About this entire scenario. On the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. Shout out to Duke. Who's always doing yep. big things. Mm-hmm. And uh, on this podcast. She tells the story. Of what happened. She said that. What these two young ladies accused her of. Did not happen. She said she had a witness to it. Who could corroborate the story. Uh, from there. Where this gets interesting. Is there were never any charges. Filed against Meredith. That's the uh, interesting part. That's the super interesting part. And then on the podcast, she talks about how one of these young ladies actually met her at All Out later that year and greeted her with great joy as if nothing ever happened. So where this gets problematic is, you know, the two young ladies are continuing their career in the world of wrestling and Mm -hmm. Meredith has been blackballed, canceled, done. But it appears as though she didn't do it. And so this is where this gets problematic in the world of wrestling. I am, and you guys know me, I'm very much for those who have experienced sexual assault and any sort of grievance like that to be able to speak their piece and to find justice. But what we've also seen in the world of wrestling is for as many cases where this has happened and there have been receipts, be they text messages, screenshots, videos. We've also seen cases where it hasn't happened. Case Mm -hmm. in point, Enzo Amore loses his job with WWE only to find out, no, that actually didn't happen. Uh, You have Rich Swan, very similar situation, lost his job because of reported domestic abuse, et cetera, et cetera. That didn't happen. And Mm -hmm. so it gets concerning in the world of wrestling when, People make accusations, but then there isn't any corroborating evidence for this. So where this is a little bit different than some of the things we've seen with Vince McMahon is there are no paper trails. There is no verifiable evidence to say that or she v- actually. Right. And, you know, my, my other thought with this is given that this happened uh, 4th of July 2019, when the announcement was made in May of 2020, that's only a year there was certainly still time uh, if there were charges to be filed or what have you, that that would have happened, but it did not. So I think the unfortunate thing here is Meredith Bell, who had a very promising career in the world of wrestling, now seemingly doesn't get those opportunities and may not work in the world of pro wrestling ever again for something that it looks like she may not have actually done.
5: Right. And that's the concerning part because – um you can, uh, so you can file a report, um, Mm -hmm. whether the police or another organization kind of goes through with it, it's a different story. But having that report documented is definitely possible. Now, some, um, I'll tell you about my situation, I had somebody threaten essentially my life. And I went to the cops and they're like, well, you know, I'm like, no, no, there's, there, there, there's no, you know, um, right. I don't know what you heard, but this girl from Canada is finally a report and I went right. through all that stuff. And I have the report to show that, mm-hmm. um, I didn't, you know, I eventually just didn't even bother press charges because it's just like, whatever, but right. that report is there. Right. Um, so I kind of feel like if you, if that was, if that happened, then you would file the report on the flip sure. side you don't know how if it, if it did happen how traumatic it was you don't want to come sure. forward you might be embarrassed there, there's just so many different things that um that happen. um right it, it's just unfortunate that you know we put it towards twitter as far as there become the courts and now right. these people's lives are destroyed like yes right. you might be upset at this person but you know, she she talked to Meredith. Meredith did talk about suicide and stuff like. that.
0: Yes. Yes.
5: So, and, yeah. What were we going to say?
0: No, I was going to say that that's the other side of this that I don't think people realize, you know, when you've been accused of something and you don't believe you did it and you watch literally your whole world come crashing down. It mm-hmm. does have an incredible effect. And this is the danger, dare I say, of cancel culture. Because what I believe cancel culture misses is an opportunity for redemption. If somebody makes a mistake, a bad judgment call, we talked about this yesterday with uh, Jordan Grace. You know, Mm -hmm. Jordan Grace makes this really out-of-pocket statement, but then comes back, apologizes, you know, and do people give her space to be able to be good again? You know, we've seen so many opportunities for people Lost, And then again, it seems as though the playing field isn't even, you know, a couple of years ago, you had Sammy Guevara, who made these statements years ago on this podcast about Sasha Banks, you know, Mm -hmm. he gets taken off of TV for a month to do counseling, gets to come back, and all seemingly as well, Mm -hmm. you know, so Mm -hmm. I don't know that all the time the playing field is level um, for people when they have made infractions. Now, one of the things that Meredith said on this podcast, uh, Duke Loves Wrestling podcast, is that she admits to being drunk. She admits Mm -hmm. to having too much to drink. But she also knows that that did not lead her to do the things that she was accused of doing. And so my hope is, you know, that the, the wrestling community can find a way to somehow, you know, parse through all of this, honor what, The victims say they have been through and I'm not going to say that they haven't been through it. I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, But there is an interesting thing happening here when you have a group of people saying this did happen and somebody else saying that it didn't happen. You know, somewhere in there is the truth. And I do believe that, you know, if indeed this did not happen. And again, there is no police report. There's nothing filed outside of some tweets then she should have the opportunity to be able to work again.
5: Yeah, and it's interesting. I believe she also said that Jericho had texted her and said that was one of the best intros um, or intros he's ever had. Um, With that being said, um, you know, where were the people that were employing her or the people that she's kind of worked with? Um, You know, yes, I get, like, they weren't there either. However... Like if you if there is no proof, then why are all these opportunities drying up? Right. Um, so um, it looks it's like somebody tricky. said yes. He did the day before I did the podcast.
0: Oh, um, that's Meredith there. Meredith's in the in in the room. Oh, right? that's awesome. I'm
5: like, oh well, hey, yes. Well, <laughs> let me know yes. if you want to hop on and talk about it because we're talking about you. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> she knows <laughs> she's you- here. Is awesome
5: <laughs> hey y'all um so yeah we'll I'll, I could send you the link because yeah. I mean you were there um yeah. oh she said send her the link I got you girl Let me I love one second um the the beauty about live uh, this is this
0: television. is the beauty of being live right
5: <laughs> this is the beauty about being live yeah and having 20 windows open at the same time one right second, one second um but yeah that's that that is like, you know, it's just kind of one of those things where, uh, I guessed. um where were the people that were right. employed? You know what I'm saying? Um,
0: go. And, and to me, to, to your point where I think this also gets interesting again is sometimes you wonder why people, you know, in other words, if someone, if me and you are in a space and they accuse you of something and I see you didn't <clears> do it. You know, why would I not stand up for you? And I think sometimes what happens is, and I don't know if you and I were probably having a conversation about this offline. For some reason, activism doesn't seem to be uh, lucrative to people, right? Right. You know, the idea of standing up for what's right doesn't necessarily resonate with some people when they think about, well, wait, if I associate myself with this situation, this could bounce back on me and it's not good. It could cost me opportunities. So, steer clear and again the danger of that is when people who again may not have done what 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 they're being accused of and and i think that's what's scary to me is to see other major names in our sport right so Mm -hmm. in her case she's obviously singing doing ring announcer but we saw rich swan enzo both of whom were champions at wwe at the time Mm -hmm have these accusations, they were not founded, you know, uh, WWE at the time did not give them the opportunity to have a court case or anything. They got rid, they got rid of them. And then to find out later, oops, we made a mistake. You know, it's, it's dangerous. Thankfully they were given the opportunity to be able to work in other places, but the social damage that's been done to them is one of those things that it becomes hard to bounce back from and i don't really want to make this super controversial but i will say i think it's interesting that men are given the opportunity to bounce back quicker than women i think there we gotta is. we gotta acknowledge that and that's unfortunate Oh, uh, so what we happened. have meredith in the building
5: uh I totally unplanned TV. y'all <laughs> we're we here we are here. Welcome
4: Meredith Bell. How are you? Meredith! Hey. <laughs> What's up, guys? How are you? Good. good. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm sorry. I'm a little messy. I just came out of the gym, you know, trying to get my sexy back. You know what I'm saying?
5: Hey. <laughs> so, we, we, we are, I, I, it's kind of one of those things where oftentimes beyond wrestling, um, because I, I talk about different stories all the time, that it's like you can't speak to, I can't give you the opinion. I can only give you what I see, but you also mm-hmm. have to say, you don't know what's happened beyond that video clip or that saying or that what transpired in all in all that time. So yes. I'm glad that you were able to hop on because I, I heard part of the um, podcast and, you know, it's just kind of one of those things where it, it is unfortunate. And what really what we were talking about before you hopped on was the fact that there were no like reports. Um, It was just on social media.
4: No, no, no. There were no reports. Nothing was ever filed. And, I, you know, I heard what you said in regards to um, your situation. And I'm so, so sorry that you had to go through that. Um, But even having something on file at the very least that, hey, this was something that happened. And, you know, there's at least like a paper trail or something Mm -hmm. along those lines. That wasn't even there either. They never went to the police. And it was always... At least from what I heard, I can't verify this, but from what I heard, it was a lot of well, you know, the police don't do anything, da 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 da, and just excuse after excuse. Right. What, no, I mean there accusers. are
5: times the police don't do anything. We 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 that yeah. happen with you know the school shooting the other day. Um, right. But if you, I I am, I don't know. I think being a black woman, I am and having experiences, I am all about the receipts. I want an email. I want time. I want dates. I want everything. Like even if it's me sending that person email saying I felt uncomfortable and this was day December 19, 2019, I could right. still pull that up. Like exactly. I want receipts on every single thing. And I think maybe people who are not as melanated, you know, have that luxury where that's not a thought um, because that's why I now have receipts on everything because of my experiences in corporate America. Um, right. So, it is one of those things, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to tell your story. So now, and and then my next question was, I, I think, I believe you did say that, um, Jericho did reach out to you, say that was kind of one of the best uh, intros that he's ever had. So it is, has it been like, you know, because you laid, laid low for a couple of years, are there opportunities presenting itself?
4: Uh, No, (laughs) no. It's just that I've kept in touch with, People, um, you know, the the thing about my missed opportunities and things that have gone, you know, along the wayside is that when you're in my position, you can't, as a friend, openly or publicly support me, right? Because the narrative has been so one-sided from the jump that if you come out and say, well, actually, like, I don't really think that Meredith did it, that looks really bad on you. So it can't be something where, like, any of these indie guys, any, like, AEW, WWE, anything along those lines, because the mob is just going to come straight out and just bury you, right? So anything associated with me or involved with me is, like, a no-go. I'll tell you, actually, I was supposed to do a show um, that, like, late last year i want to say down um right outside of delaware outside of houston delaware um a buddy of mine was the promoter and he reached out to me to do ring announcing right and this was like a year after my allegations came out you know people are finally getting back to doing live shows because of covid and that sort of stuff and there were and and, and i thought that everything was cool in the beginning people were greeting me they're like oh my god meredith it's so good to see you people i work with with, in Chicara and that sort of thing and there were three wrestlers who were just like, who went to the promoter behind my back and said, she was accused of sexual assault. If she's the ring announcer, I'm not working this show. And we're going to go on Twitter and we're going to talk about your promotion. And He had to drop me on the spot and said, Meredith, I can't risk it. I'm so sorry. I have to send you home.
1: Wow.
4: I was there for an hour and I had to leave. Wow. So that's how it is. Like, it's just. Wow nobody can associate themselves with me and because of my allegations and it's it's horrible
0: that's so wild to me and and i think it's just wild to me again because i go back to enzo i go back to uh rich swan who had allegations brought against them uh those were found to be unfounded and they were able to resume careers outside of WWE, but careers nonetheless uh, and and do well. Why do you think it is that you have not been able to do that? And unlike Enzo and unlike uh, Rich Swan, there were no charges uh, put against you. There's nothing on anybody's record outside of a couple of tweets that say this. Why, why do you think it is that, you know, you won't be allowed kind of back to, to work?
4: I'm a black woman. <laughs> I feel like that has, and I said that on the podcast and I still stand by that. I feel like that has a lot to do with it. I feel like me, n- number one, being black, number one, being a woman, I feel like that has a lot of, um, that has a lot to do with the, the amount of blowback that I've received. Mm-hmm. And, and and as sad as it is, but um, Duke made a very good point where this particular industry is not set up for people like us. You oh, know? yeah. And, um, and also too, like, you have to think like, I'm not a a celebrity. Like I was never hired, like by AEW. I was never like working officially for a major promotion. Like the Jericho thing was a one-off show. So it's like, I, I, again, I'm a regular fan. I didn't have that prestige behind me or that name or that company, you know, to kind of hold the weight at the, at the bottom. So yeah.
5: Wow. Well, I mean it, it is kind of hard because you you don't you don't want to say that, but then when you look at people and you look at other scenarios, it's like, well, what is the one thing that's different from everybody else? Right. Um and unfortunately we can't, you know, we'll never really find the answer. I mean, I definitely think that's probably the answer as well, but we'll never really know. Um, But with that being said, like, what's, how, how is your mental health now? Cause you did talk about, you know, just, you know, life kind of hit rock bottom for you.
4: It did. It did. And, um, therapy has been great, um, in regards to that and really relying on the strength of the people around me, my friends, my family, um, really helping me. And as well as people within the industry who didn't like completely turn their backs on me. Um, because they're, I, I mean, I'm not going to drop names because that's going to make them look bad. But there are a lot of people who have been in my DMs, like, Meredith, like, you know, I don't believe this, right? You know what I mean? Um, so having that support, really, like, focusing on my mental health, like, just really making sure that I'm taking care of me and just putting myself first, that's been, like, the biggest thing that's really helped me along this entire journey, to be honest.
5: Well I mean we're we're definitely glad the fact that you know this didn't break you. Um, yes. and it is unfortunate that it happened um but I kind of tell people time and time again like wrestling is is amazing and the community is amazing but there's also beyond wrestling. Um so we're definitely glad that um you know you're able to bounce back from it. Um is there anything any parting words that you want to tell our audience before uh, we we get out of here?
4: Um I mean, I'm innocent, first of all. Um, but I just want to—I just honestly just want to thank everybody who's like continued to support me no matter what. I mean, Gerard's been amazing. Like I—I I went to BlurredCon earlier um, this weekend, and just so the, just the outpouring of support from people who listen to the podcast um, has just been incredibly overwhelming. So just thank everybody so much for still riding with me no matter what, and I'm just gonna continue to do my best that's really all i can do at this point
5: there it awesome. is and then then the thing too is like you know if there's if there's no space for you at the table you create your own table so Uh-oh. that's always a possibility too that part that that's that's why women's wrestling uh mm-hmm. talk is here so there it is. um but thank you so, so much. Thanks for hopping on. Um, of course. Like, this, is, this is awesome. We too got people popping on the show. This
4: is I the love video. it. <laughs> since, since I'm here, I might as
5: well.
3: Right. Yeah. Thank
5: you so much. And then definitely shout out to Duke for bringing this story to light. Um, yes. So definitely y'all go and check out his podcast and the full story, all that good stuff. But thank you so, so much for joining us.
0: Thank you, thank Meredith. you, guys. Y'all have
4: awesome. a good one.
5: Thanks. You bye. too.
4: Bye. Whew.
0: There we there go. There
5: there There you go um are you staying with us for the next uh next uh i i've
0: i've I've got about five minutes so i'll i'll hang on for five minutes
5: you got five minutes so we got five uh, we got five queen pr on oh wait is she ready
2: i am ready hey (laughs) Hey,
5: how are you doing
2: good i really love that impromptu pop-up that was amazing Uh,
5: I know. Shout out to uh, shout out to StreamYard for, you know, here you go. And shout out to Twitch for that too. Um, but what do you have for us?
2: So um my girl Natalia Nightheart um actually didn't um, go trend. It was actually Austin Aries that trended in the last couple of days. And everyone was surprised to realize that it was connected to Natalia. Um And a match that her and Liv Morgan had at a live show in Sacramento. Um, it was a triple threat match, championship match with Ronda Rousey. Um, and Liv ended up pinning Natalia using her finisher, um, the oblivion and Natalia, which is very uncharacteristic of her, no soul, the pin. Um, so she took Liv Morgan's finisher from the champion and literally walked, got set up and, and, said words, um, and left the ring. Um, so there were clips that, that came out and a lot of people compared it to Austin Aries in 2018, um, when he knows sold, um, John Morrison, um, at that impact show and his, um, and John Morrison's championship win and kind of like walked out, um, completely different situations. Um, according to insiders, um, it was not, uh, any, shade or smoke between Natalia and Liv Morgan. Um, Natalia actually tweeted and deleted um, that she actually said thank you to Liv Morgan before she walked out of the ring and kind of left it at that. So Liv Morgan has not spoken on the matter. No one has really um, spoken on it except for you know the insiders. Um, and yeah, so it had nothing to do with Liv Morgan. Natalia actually had issues with something else um, and it isn't going to be a long going issue. Um, Of course, there's three million sides to wrestling stories as we have just attested with um, Mm -hmm. um, Meredith Bell. Um, So we don't know exactly what happened and why Natalia wouldn't sell Liv Morgan's finish, being that Liv Morgan is the current champion right now. Um, But so, yeah, I'm sure more things will come out on that situation. Um, I did appreciate I, I appreciate when women in wrestling trend for, you know, not anything, but I do appreciate that. Um. Natalia is getting her, 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 her credit right now.
5: Right. Uh, And then I think we also have to take, take into account that, I mean, this happens to me sometimes. I just, maybe she just didn't feel like it that day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I understand being a professional and stuff like that, but day in day out that grind Um, and then the live shows, like, you know, then you're waiting in the back Then you like, it's just a lot. And, you know, maybe sometimes your body and your mind don't connect and your body's like, Oh, we doing this. Your mind's like, no, we, we're not doing this today. And you know, that, that happens sometimes as well. Um, (laughs) Meredith said, yeah, she, maybe so. I mean, I, I, I definitely, Talia is definitely a professional, but you know, like I said, the grind of wrestling, I think we've mentioned this a couple of times on the show, just there's, there's, there's no break. And sometimes your body and your mind might go against what makes sense. So, you know, and then I think people really need to put some more, you know, give Natalia her flowers, put some respect on her name. I think that's also an account to WWE. I think we talked about the story last week where she's kind of been Mm -hmm. that kind of go-to person for WWE. And in that, you know, people didn't necessarily, you know, see the forefront of her talent, so. Yeah,
2: right. I, absolutely, I absolutely agree. And it's funny, because just somebody who, I have a rule that I don't answer emails before coffee, like, and that's just, you know, I, I know myself, like, sometimes you just are off in a professional setting, and it is what it is, and I think Natalia has to be on all the time, to your point, mm-hmm. to care, everything she does backstage, so maybe she was just having a bad day,
5: and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't know. Um, Gerard, do you have anything to to say?
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think Natalia deserves a break, right? Like she has certainly done so much for so many. And uh, she said that there was something else that bothered her during the match. And it wasn't that. And it's a house show. So, I mean, how much do you expect? It's not supposed to go out nationally or internationally. So I think it's a moment. And uh, if she said clearly she gave respect to live, then it's not as big of a deal as some may, may want it to be.
5: Right. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the, the good and bad thing about social media. We can take, you know, uh, the littlest thing and make it into a a story, Um, you know, some stories we we should definitely talk about, and some stories are like, okay, we 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 talked about it, and now we move on, right. which All is right. what we're gonna do now. Uh, Queen PR, are you gonna stay with us for the next story? Are you hopping out as well?
2: Um, sure, I'll, I'll stay on. Yeah. Okay.
5: So, Mr. Bonner, said so you have five minutes. If five minutes is approaching, where can yes. everybody find you?
0: You can find me at Bonnerfied across all social media spaces. Uh, You can also follow the podcast at The Faction Show. Subscribe to that on Spotify, Apple, all of those places. Uh, You can also check us out on Southern Honor Wrestling, which broadcasts on IWTV. Also a part of Battle Slam. I think I'll have a Battle Slam story for you tomorrow. And uh, Nightmare Factory, all that jazz. So thank you guys so much, much love to everybody. And I told you, Queen PR, you would kill it.
2: Oh, thank
0: you. I appreciate you. You got it. You got it. See
5: thank you, guys. you. Thank you. See ya. All have right. a good one. Bye-bye. You too. So, next up, we have Blue Magic in the building. Yay!
6: What's going on, everybody? How's hey, everybody's hey. day so far? I know TK's still going complain. through hers. You know, I'm hitting, kind of.
5: I mean, you know, it's 3 <laughs> o'clock here, but I'm, time is, is relative in my world, fortunately or unfortunately. But what do you have for <laughs>
6: yeah. us? Uh today we have a story on Yoshirai. I know there's been a lot of speculations around her surrounding her uh WWE status, uh why she's been used, if she's ever been called up. Well, Uncle Dave, aka Del- Dave Meltzer, uh, reported apparently Yoshirai's pretty much got her foot out of the door, pretty much gone. That's a quote from uh Dave Meltzer which kind of had the Twitter world and IWC world up in the like oh I I knew she was gonna leave and nah she deserves better and you know the usual mm-hmm. conversation when somebody's about to leave a company, um, but Yoshirai actually tweeted out rumors and did like the gross face <laughs> on her Twitter, so I guess that was to like debunk anything that Dave Meltzer had to say about her leaving, right? Um, but there there has been rumors like surrounding her departure and her missing her her husband, um, which is evil we didn't over New Japan Pro Wrestling. So wild, and, yeah, so those women's been, been running for a while. Like,
5: yeah, since the end of last year, I think. That's
6: true. Yes, because her contract, is this is her final year. And then mm-hmm. seeing some of her close friends leave um, in terms of, uh, I forgot her WWE name. Forgive me, but she's the to tag with Asuka. Uh Why did her name escape my mind? But yeah, like um, the pirate. I'm oh, sorry, my my brain is Oh, Kyrie
5: saying Kyrie saying, thank
6: you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Kane. Uh, thank you, TK. Yeah, with uh, Kyrie Sane the, setting the, the trend of leaving. Um, so a lot of people question, will she be the next person to move forward and uh, leave and go back to Japan? I wonder what you guys think about her current time with WWE, and do you see her leaving?
5: I mean, uh, she's in a good spot that she does leave. It's not like she's not going to work. Um, there are there right. are some people who leave. Um, there are some people who leave because they've been in WWE for so long or such a little time that they don't really they're not really re- aware of the indie scene and making a career on the indie scene. And there's some people right. who leave, like you know Chelsea and Taya. And psh, once once those ninety days were up, who, WWE what like they were everywhere. Taya has five <laughs> five championships. So um, I, I feel like wherever wherever uh, Io is happy and you know where she can make money because you know unfortunately we're not in a world where we can you know live without money um then oh Santana correct me she has four now damn when did she lose that one I can't even keep up with Taya um well she has four not five um but wherever you can make money and um wherever you can be happy doing what you love then like you know go go for it I feel like For a long time, WWE was the pinnacle for wrestling careers. However, we just mentioned in the last story that grind in and out. You know, if you can change that and, you know, work and then also have a break and do some other things that you like doing and still make a good amount of money, then I would go to the latter versus the day in and day out. So, what do you think, Queen?
2: um I totally agree with you I I am one of those people that had to learn myself that WWE isn't the end-all be-all and I I think it's great that there's options to thrive especially because I mean she's EO I mean, like, yeah. I'm not worried about her elsewhere mm-hmm. you know, on this continent or another continent so I I before I was like so heartbroken with my faves left WWE but now I'm like thrive girl <laughs> Do you think go with your friends? Go home. Also, that's another thing we got to think about. Like, these people are not home, they're not in their home country. So, mm-hmm. like, as part of her was about Kyrie Sane leaving, I was like, she wants to go home. She's in America right. during the pandemic, she just got married. She wants to be home. And, like, I, I'm all for all of that.
5: Yeah, yeah it definitely Gucci.
6: I, I agree with you two women. It's one of those things where not only that she wants to go home, but it's also we have to bring the elephant into the room is how certain uh, Japanese wrestlers are, are handled when they go to the main roster. When you sit at the NXT for so long, there's only so much left to do. Um, right. We've seen what happened with Nakamura, and we've seen what happened with Asuka. I love both of them, mm-hmm. and I know people say that Asuka's a decorated champion, which is true. She's a decorated champion, but what title reign really held your memory to this day? We've seen mm-hmm. her lose her streak. We've seen her lose her... her everything that made her... Asuka and next NXT, we've seen her lost in the main right. roster between the mystique and being the way she is. And then on the flip side, look at Nakamura, world-decorated champion outside of WWE, and all his time in WWE has fully been wasted, in, in my opinion, um, in terms of what could have been done with him as well. Um, I believe that was like one of the first years where both Roy Rumble winners didn't win the championship at WrestleMania. That's kind of like wow. mind-blown, in, in my opinion. Um, Nakamura <laughs> or Asuka didn't even men event the wrestlemania so what's the point of winning royal rumble if you're not going to main event the wrestlemania right. and then even right. with oscar i, I mean uh jenna always have this conversation of how when oscar won the royal rumble her moment was mainly immediately, immediately uh overshined by ronda rousey coming out so she never really had a moment with her like so it kind of goes into that situation where are they going to be appreciated when it goes to the main roster and that's something right. we can't really avoid
2: right Right. I think Io yeah. actually should leave before going to the main roster because she had such a, like, dynamic career in NXT. That's actually smart because you can't, like, now that's how you're going to remember me in WWE. was right. NXT And they booked her. I think they booked her amazingly. Um, yeah, I over pushed, But, I mean, she was definitely a star there. So, I think she should leave and continue her career elsewhere and then come back maybe. Who knows?
6: Definitely. I agree with that. Yeah.
5: I mean, yeah, you, you, you never know. The, the good thing is the with WWE, it's kinda like if you leave on a certain note, then you're always welcome back. But if you leave on another note, then you know, we all know that you ain't gonna see that person, that particular person at WWE again. So, you know, who says she can't leave and come back? There's you know, we don't know what's gonna happen with WWE in the next five or ten years. So but, it is what it is. Uh, we're gonna move on to the next story. Um, Blue Queen, are you guys staying on with us or got um, kids go. and other stuff?
6: you you already, you already okay. know how I am. I, will feed the, I gotta feed the the, the children. Got that the mac chillin'. and cheese. Uh, Quick PR, where can everybody It's find tacos, you? tacos tonight. Taco <laughs> <Tuesdays>. <laughs> All right. All okay. Tuesday. Oh,
2: Taco Tuesday, nice. You can find uh, me everywhere on Twitter, Instagram, at Queen3PR. Of course, follow those wrestling girls. Shout out to Krista B. I love you You're in the comments. Um, those wrestling girls um we have a lot of bonus content coming out we actually have new merch um in partnership with for your wear um with my bro blue um him. <laughs> uh, and i'm really excited um i cannot wait for my shirts to come in i'm probably like gonna wear it on every episode <laughs> it
6: should be there tomorrow
2: oh awesome You should
6: okay. it yeah
2: definitely um check that out on the site buy your shirts buy your hoodies and um some other stuff
5: there
6: it is. And Blue, where can everybody find you? Everybody can find me at Blue Magic Grind. Spell High Sound. Also, as she said, the owner of 4 Year Wear. Shout out to Russell Morel. Shout out to those wrestling girls. Shout out to WWT. Um, those are the three clients on top of uh, Black Guy Wrestling. They as well um, are on the site. We have more announcements coming in the coming weeks. We have new updates, and new designs coming out. Like I said yesterday, we have a Sasha shirt coming out very soon. We also have a Naomi shirt coming out very soon. So look out for those two. Um, The Mixed Tag Show As always uh, Shout out to my Taxi um, partner Miss Jenna Baby B-A-Y-B-E On Twitter and Instagram The Mixed Tag Show Instagram Twitter Wherever you can find us On the podcast We will be dropping Episodes soon I started doing Some more stuff It's just been kind of Hectic and it's Business together now Mm I want to make sure I I give it a good Amount of focus Before I add more To my plate And then four kids And a wife and a dog so, <laughs> and a dog life is life <laughs> life is life um but thank you again tk for joining yeah, me awesome. shout out to my nine to five homie queen pr we be talking oh, all day yeah. while we at work <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. but yeah it, thank you it. for having me
5: no problem thank you guys for coming on we will see you when we shout out to chris the
6: too in the chat yeah yes Sorry.
5: no, I said, yeah, I think I highlighted her stuff. Yeah, so definitely, um, definitely, guys, you guys go and check out those shirts. Um, It's on our website and it's also on foryourwear.com as well. And we actually, um, I have to send you, you know, I like giving the behind the scenes. We just did our our Sasha shirt as well. So I have to send you the design for that. Love it. So shout out to Nikki. Nikki was uh, the the force behind that. But thank you guys (laughs) so much for coming on. No problem. Thank you. All right. All right. Peace. And next up we have the editor-in-chief herself in the building. I mean,
1: uh, I'm glad you got away from all the stragglers and brought in the real, you know, talent. You know what I'm saying? No offense, no no. I am the resident heel of Women's Wrestling Talk and one half of the most dominating tag team in Women's Wrestling Talk history. My tag partner, Nikki Bougie, is in, a, is in the audience as always. When I'm not here, she's here representing us. And when I'm here on the screen, she represents me in the audience. Here we are. How are you doing, TK? I know you're so happy to hear me. See me here. You know, it's been a while. Oh um, it has. What do you return. have for us today? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, you know, I made my return last night. And, you know, here we are. So on today, um, you know, AEW does their, you know, edition of control, uh, control Center with Tony Chavani. And, you know, Ring of Honor uh, pay-per-view is coming up next week. So they just announced today that Mercedes Martinez will be defending her title against Serena Deev, someone who she has been tagging with for the past few weeks now. Um, on Dark, Rampage, they've been a, an amazing tag together. But I've always said that since I've seen them tag, I'm like, there's going to be a moment where we finally get these two face-to-face with each other, and it's just so happy to be taking place next Saturday. Um, Serenity did attack Mercedes Martinez last week. Um, and it's where we know that Mercedes Martinez did become the undisputed Ring of Honor uh, Women's Championship uh, champion after she defeated Young Perrazzo um, on Dynamite earlier this year. So, I mean, I'm excited to see. I mean, this is kind of like the only women's match we have as of right now. But, I mean, this is it's Ring of Honor. They don't have really much of a big roster. They're still trying to figure things out. They just got acquired by Tony Conster. It's nice to know that they actually are having a pay-per-view finally to showcase a little bit of the roster. Um, and I'm happy that we're going to get this match with Mercedes and Serenity. I'm extremely excited.
5: Who do you have for this match?
1: Mercedes. I'm going to go with OG Badass all day.
5: You know, do you Serenity think- is great, though. Serenity is great. But do you think um... – because we've been in AEW some slack for a while, um, you know, as far as the women's roster, stuff like that. They've been around, I mean, I always compare it to, if we compare it to WWE, WWE has been around for 20 plus years, AEW hasn't. Right. So we have to give them a little bit of a grace. However, um, with them acquiring Ring of Honor, you know, we're, we're seeing things here and there, but it's like we still don't necessarily know what the game plan is. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, oh Nikki. Um so what so what what are your hopes for Ring of Honor? Like, you know, of course you you said who you want to win for this particular match, but what do you want to see for Ring of Honor?
1: I mean, I hope that they actually, you know, rebuild their women's division. I mean, since they, I mean, they kind of they lost Roxy, Roxanne who's now in NXT. Um mm-hmm. they still have, I mean, Angelina Love and Mandy Lyon Uh they're kind of over in NWA, but more so Angelina Love is. So, I mean, it's more yeah. so just really rebuilding um, their women's division for Ring of, Ring of Honor. You have a lot of women that come on dark, that wrestles. You have a lot of these mm-hmm. women that you have local talents or whatever, or a lot of indies girls who go against Jay Cargill every time she has to defend her title. Why not, you know, try to utilize some of the people that they have actually signed to AEW, like AQA. I mean, the last right. time we saw her on TV was when she faced Jay Cargill. After right. that kind of been on dark, or she's kind of been doing things on the indies. It'd be nice to see her be a part of Ring of Honor's roster. I mean, the men, I ain't care, less what they do with them. We already know they have a whole 30-page outline blueprint of what they're going to do for the men. For the women, it's probably three sentences, and that's it. We don't necessarily know what they're going to do, but I'm hoping that they will want to, you know, shed some light on the women a lot more, since you know they're starting to do a little bit better in AW. Uh we're starting to get a little familiarized with. They're starting to be create a lot of stories for the women in AW. Even though it's just one match or maybe there's no match or maybe the match is a squash match, there's still something mm-hmm. happening. So, I don't know.
5: We never know what I don't do. know either. Has on the Yeah. Or knows. Yeah. <clears throat> TK uh the other TK, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> um I think you know, so. obviously well, maybe some people know. He obviously has the money to you know figure figure stuff out. Um, hopefully mm-hmm. it will be something like I hopefully it all kind of um makes sense in the long run. Um, right. but I've always kind of said that. Um <laughs> give Brit the tail tailback. I've always I've always kind of said that you tend to it's just kind of human nature, you tend to gravitate towards things that you are used to. So he's a man and he's going to gravitate towards more male storylines, et cetera, because Mm. that's, you know, how, how it is. So um, it's unfortunate. um, And, you know, hopefully we can get some really kind of female storylines that we can sink our teeth into, but, you know, WWE has been around forever and, you know, we still hit and miss with that. Um, With that being said, uh, we have our, we have our closer, the finisher, This is going to be an interesting one. Kane McCoy is in the building. Um, (laughs) What's
3: up, everybody?
5: Nintendo Space. What what do you have for us today, Kane?
3: Well, I am here, and uh, if I get booed, at least it's not X Pac Heat. Uh, Listen, Bianca Belair was on this podcast, the Corner Podcast, with Andreas Hale and Kale Dansby, and she discussed that. You know, she made it feel like that her SmackDown Woman's title ring didn't reach its full potential. And she spoke about the injuries she had to deal with with her opponents, including Bailey and Money in the Bank, and dealing with Rhea Ripley currently being injured. And you know, she said that it got frustrating and she felt that she wasn't able to live up to it. How short it was, first of all, Bianca, it was 100 plus days, mama, you stunned we were here, TK. We were here together. I think we had Stephanie with us. We had Jay Washington with us as we were watching. Uh, <clears throat> we watching WrestleMania 37, shedding thug tears as <laughs> Bianca Belair defeated uh, name redacted, but rhymes with Tasha Hanks uh, to win the SmackDown Women's Championship. And then she went on to have those what should have been a trilogy, but being two mm-hmm. matches with. Uh, with Bailey, unfortunately. Of course, she had the bingo at Hell in a Cell. That's not your fault, Bianca. That's not your fault. I don't want you to own any of that or feel bad about that because you had a very dope title reign up until SummerSlam. Ish got a little weird. We kind of hit the stink face with losing to a returning Becky Lynch in 26 seconds, although Seth Rollins would agree. There's nothing wrong with, you know, finishing the Becky Lynch in 26 seconds. Um, But look, at the end of the day, Bianca got her chance to redeem it. We let it play out as the <laughs> internet wrestling community starts hating when it happens. We, we let it play out, and Bianca once again got a dope match at WrestleMania against Bianca to go back to back WrestleManias. So how many times have we seen that back to back WrestleManias, leaving as women's champions? SmackDown in thirty-seven and Raw in thirty-eight. So now she's kind of going through the same thing with Rhea Ripley, where Rhea Ripley you know, knees herself in the face and knocks out her teeth. But luckily, Rhea Ripley's Australian, so she has universal health care. So she has nothing to worry about getting her grill fixed. But she we have to wait for her to return. Judgment Day's waiting, too. They, they look a little weird without her. So Bianca's kind of in this flux now where she has to deal with uh, this weird Carmella thing that's kind of happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which everyone's know, kind of like, all right, cool. And now we're going to get uh, Becky in a triple threat, which is more likely to go down after – Yesterday's Raw, in which Carmelo won with technicalities and held up to, it, was a little confusing. So, you know, don't blame yourself, Bianca. Just do like the rest of us and blame booking.
5: I uh, uh, said, I'm, 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 I sense you have a lot to say, so I'll let you go first. I'm more so
1: just laughing in the comments. That's, <laughs> that's kind of what my attention is. Um, I mean, I mean, I agree that Bianca should not blame herself for feeling as if like, her reigns have not been spectacular. I mean, you can you can only blame booking because you have people who either they show up one minute, return thirty thousand times, and then mm-hmm. they don't come back, and then we all back we're right back where we started again. Um, you have someone like Becky Lynch comes back, beat you, beat you in twenty six seconds. You start up, you get multiple title opportunities. Then you got to start at the bottom, work your way up. Beyond is a megastar. There's, there's no denying that mm-hmm. nothing that nobody can take away from her. I know there's so many people who like to say all types of nasty things about Bianca. Mm-hmm. I've seen one today that, well, their page got took down anyway. So, um, but I just, I just hate the fact that you know she, out of a lot of women who have held these titles, Bianca seems to always end up losing the opponent. Mm-hmm. If they don't show up or they get injured. It's, it's, but right now, it seems as if like this is like a full circle moment when you think of Carmella, Becky, and Bianca. It all started basically last year at SummerSlam. It was supposed to be, of course, um, Bianca and whoever this Tasha Hanks person is. Um, yeah, yeah. And then you have Carmella be her surprise opponent, and then her real opponent, Becky Lynch, comes out. And now we could have a triple threat match at SummerSlam with these three. I think it is what right. a lot of people say it long-term booking or whatever. Um, but I don't, I don't mean Bianca's amazing talent, she's an amazing champion. There's nothing you can take away from her like at all, sir. And she's dominating every chance that she gets. So if she holds this, I mean she made to hundred hundred days is holding the raw Women's champion. So hopefully she can go past SummerSlam um in her home state of Tennessee, or Tennessee is what my tag partner likes to say, because she's from Tennessee. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm happy for
3: her. She didn't do her thing. Yeah. I mean, she- I
5: hope that's, I hope that's what's going to happen, but I'm not, I, I, am not sure.
3: Embarrassing a wrestler in their home state. That's, that's not very WWE. What do you mean? Never seen that it happen hurt. before. Uh, I think that we're going to get a Bianca longest. Raw Women's Championship type of range. She's the EST, she's the roughest, the toughest, the best assists and now I think we're gonna get the longest run because we need to get that that established oomph out of uh, out of Bianca. Obviously, mm-hmm. I think that they're gonna position her to kind of be not only the face of the Raw Women's Division but the Women's Division <laughs> as a whole. Which is one of those things that you know we need. We see people cosplaying as Bianca, not only little mm-hmm. black girls, but little white girls trying to keep their hair in the thing. It's not really working. I see I see your attempts, but you know, it's working as well. Like the way the hair texture shut up, it don't y'all don't do that the same. But I see all the girls showing up with, with with the ponytail, making it do what it do. And it's a very beautiful thing to see that they em- embrace black champions like that. I mean, look at that. That's that's adorable, man. Mm-hmm. That's really adorable. She was on the playground, like you know, hitting little kids with the braids. That's as badass, dude. I, I I really enjoy that. That's that so
5: a- cool. Oh goodness. Yeah.
3: Well, we will definitely see what's gonna happen with
5: um with Bianca with that. Um, I can't. I don't know if I spoke to you guys before we start. Are we gonna do this last story? Are we saving this story. Do you guys read this story? Uh, we oh, we're going to get out the way. I know what
0: it is. I brought right, it.
3: Right. If you didn't know, she bought it to us. She just wants to make it known.
1: I brought, I brought these last stories to y'all.
3: That's right.
5: All right, Miss Santana, hit us with this last story.
1: I mean, of course, I mean, you got Tamina. Uh, she talks about wanting to be a part of the bloodline. or thinking about joining the bloodline. It would be obvious if she didn't join it. I mean, because she came in with the Usos. They started together. She's on mm-hmm. down with the guy that I hate. Um, and You know, make it a a whole family thing. Keep it all in the family and maybe throw TK in because TK is a part of the Samoan Dynasty too. And maybe potentially a- You're right. You're right. (laughs) Literally. She keeps that photo on lock, (laughs) standby. She got it posted in her room somewhere. We just don't know about it. She looks to it every day when she fails. And, well, my God, I failed you guys.
5: Maybe. I mean, that's a bit much, but, you know, if you want to use that (laughs) narrative, we can go with that.
1: I I like the narrative.
5: So, (laughs) but she quotes, because she spoke with
1: out of character, Ryan Sand, and and she quoted that that is right there. I mean, you see it, that's power, that's our culture, that's what they're about. She said, I would love to join the bloodline, but sometimes you just got to wait on timing. I mean, this isn't the first time that I would have thought that maybe, you know, Tamina would join the bloodline. I mean, of course we know that, and I'm going to say, because I say names right here, Naomi, I would have thought that maybe she would have want to be joining the bloodline, but right. Of course, for everything that's transpiring as right now, we really don't know. Um, even if Nia Jackson she didn't get released, I thought maybe she would have been a part of the bloodline. I mean, put the whole everybody in there, you know. But I wouldn't mind saying to me to a part of it. She's not really
5: doing anything as of right now. Um, she's not really doing anything. As I of mean, as just right. named everybody there. I, that picture has been around. I did since I 2019 I believe like that's how long I've been talking about that um maybe we can get like a, I, one day you get like a full photo
1: with everybody and you actually forgot somebody you need to put uh the honorary uh ooze in there Sammy Zayn. let's start no we're we not doing that we ain't doing listen that. he's a part uh, of the bloodline today is his birthday shout out to Sammy Zayn. shout out to all the cancers out there you already know what's going on Oh
5: okay, well there's that that's there's the reason why. Uh what do you think, Kane?
3: Uh well, I mean, I know it was brought to us today, but you know, we uh kind of discussed it last week. He we just wasn't here. Sorry. Uh but we talked about this last week, so you know Oh, uh, I was on.
1: So here's the thing. Go back
3: like and watch like, it last week. We don't, we don't care. care <laughs> That's we
1: the mean, difference
3: between me and you. Is don't it don't you oh, on my gone. platform? Boo. Okay. I'm the EIC of over here. Okay. It's like watching a bad OVW promo. Is it? Oh goodness. guess
1: what? At the end of the day, you come over here and Tana's platform. No, that. TK called the shots too. But I'm in the background somewhere. So I'm the biggest hill around here. Sweetheart, you don't want to cut no promo with me.
5: You heard? Um, Bobby actually brought in. Uh, You're welcome. Bobby man. actually brought a good one. The Rock's daughter <laughs> uh, joining the bloodline. That's actually a really um, uh, a good one too. Um, she, we did see. <laughs> uh, we did see her make an appearance for NXT because she's been training with them for about a year. So that would be great. Um, uh, but you know, he doesn't home. listen to us.
1: I want to hear yeah. her promo though because I know she debuted at the NXT Live Show.
5: And a lot of people
1: said she did a really good job. So I would love to hear what her promo. I wish somebody had a recorded instead of just taking a photo.
5: But you know, they a be a lot of pressure people. though, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, they already you gotta live up to your father, the rock, someone who mm-hmm. is like is one of the greatest, as he no pun intended. And you mm-hmm. have to come in and you have to kind of you she wants to go in, and, you know, literally having her own identity. But, I mean at the end of the day you know how fans are once you are a daughter or a son of somebody you're gonna you're gonna be compared to that especially yeah. if if there's a greatest their parent mm-hmm. it's gonna happen so i'm I'm excited to see that for her to be honest but she's going in being a hill. so I'm excited for her to be honest
5: well we shall see I do have a picture of um this is from.
1: It should be on Twitter.
5: Yeah. So, um, yeah, they said that the rumor is she is doing a great job. So, I mean, we we, we will see. It's kind of one of those things, though. Um, she's been with them for it might be a little bit more than a year. Um, how mm-hmm. come we haven't seen her like on Level Up or whatever? But, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, with that being said. Go get that bra breaker um, push. <laughs> With that being said, uh, Mr. Kane McCoy, where can everybody
3: find you? Yeah, man, follow me at Kane McCoy, C-A-I-N-M-C-C-O-Y. I'm out here. Buff Bagwell handles my Twitter, so, you know, anything you see on there, it's not for me.
5: And then uh, Ms. Santana, editor-in-chief, where can everybody find you?
1: Oh, uh, you know, you can Google me. So, Adrian Santana, D-R-I-U-N-E, you find everything about me on Google,
5: and there you go. So make sure you guys definitely follow us on social media at www.talkpod. Definitely check out our website, www.talkpod.com. Very interesting show today. Oh my gosh, Nikki. Um, (laughs) Very interesting show today. Um, make sure also you check out um, oh, WWT Live is every from Monday to Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can follow me at everything at TK Trinidad. Thank you guys again for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao.
4: Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.